listener-supported radio. Talk that brings Christ to the world. Welcome to the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. Yes, indeed. And let's begin in prayer as we do every hour of every day of Pledge Drive, asking Our Lady to pray for us and with us, as well as for your own intentions. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly into thee, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. And all God's people said amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, guess what, Cyrus? This this question from the anonymous lady about the hair coloring dilemma, it sparked quite a quite a, an interesting uh, response. I have a note here. <laughs> I have a note here from uh, where did it go? Let's see. Yeah. Uh, why don't we? I, I have some emails on it. Why don't we start with a phone call about that? Rocco in the Bronx. Good morning and welcome. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. I just want to say. Um, it's great. Um, my wife, God bless her. She does her hair every week, once a week. Okay. Uh, I buy the color for her. She does her own hair. She sets it. She puts a color in. She, you know, she does her own nails. I mean, she, since I've been going out with her since 2005, she, she does this every year. I mean, I would definitely treat her. I mean, I did it for our wedding. I treat her for that, but she does everything on her own. God bless her. She's great. She's God bless her. And does she prefer, you know, to do the hair color out of a box or do, would she like to go to the salon and do it that way if she could, or if the budget permitted it? No, she doesn't like it at all. She likes to do her own hair. She's very self-sufficient. She does her own nails too. Once in a wow. while we'll go to get a pedicure together and, uh, I'll get my nails done and she'll, <laughs> you know, and, uh, where do, where do you have them yeah. do to your nails? Just buff oh, just, them? Uh, just, just buff them. No, I'm not into all that color stuff. I just buff my nails, and they're manic- manicure. So, Well, that's cool, Rocco. Sounds like you and your wife have a good working arrangement. That's great. Well, thank you for that. I'm sure your wife is very happy to, to hear that everyone now knows that her, she colors her hair <laughs> once a week. <laughs> uh, that's cool. Uh, Monica in New Jersey, good morning and welcome. Hi, Patrick. Uh yeah, I think a lot of us uh, could relate to that lady with the hair color. And I wanted to uh, tell a story of what happened to me. I also had, well, I had five children. Okay. And I had started to wear a little bit of makeup, and I was quite concerned that I was, you know, committing the sin of vanity and um, exhaustion can make you scrupulous. And um, I talked to a priest about it, and I said, I'm really worried I'm being vain wearing a little bit of makeup. And he said very dryly with his dry Irish sense of humor. That's not vanity. That's charity. Other people have to look at you. <laughs> wow. Loved it. Loved it. He, uh, he must have felt long. comfortable because he knew you pretty well. He knew you wouldn't be offended. Yeah, he knew me pretty well. Yeah. It was not insulting at all. He made me laugh. And laughter puts everything in perspective. I'll tell you that. Never forgot That's that. That's funny. Father McGillicuddy in for the win. That's great. That's right. That's right. All right. <laughs> well, thanks for that, Monica. Take I care. appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Elizabeth in Rhode Island, good morning. And I understand you have a thought about this as well. Good morning. 
Good morning. Um, yes, hi. I did call. And listen, I say coffee and you say coffee. <laughs> so I guess What about the right. people who say coffee? Is that more the way you say oh, it? Coffee? I love them. Coffee. I love them. <laughs> I love them. But anyway, <laughs> I'm from California. That's why I say coffee. It's, it's just a flatter accent out there. Yeah. I know. And when I go to California, I say coffee. <laughs> but anyway, I called because, um, you know, uh, people are calling about the vanity and the and the disposable income being used for hair. And this includes mm-hmm. nails. And I mentioned to your screener that the thing women aren't considering is the health issues. As mm. I said to him, many women stop coloring their hair when they learn they're pregnant. And why oh. is that? That's because of the toxins that go through the scalp, into the skin, and into the baby. Mm. So mom is really concerned about her baby. But then after the baby is born, <clears throat> excuse me, she resumes coloring her hair. There are so many poisons in hair coloring and nail, nail polish. And, you know, the big issue here is uh, youth. Women aren't supposed to go gray. Women aren't supposed to be old. And you notice that men are coloring their hair, too, to be youthful. Not so me. Not, not me. <laughs> well, good for you. I'm, I'm au natural when it comes to hair color. It's just yeah, going great. wider Don't and wider. It. What can but I do? Most women do. Most women do. That's why I had the disclaimer for men. And, yeah. you know, women are poisoning themselves to look young or, you know, whatever. And it's, it's a shame. How many people, though, and I don't know the answer to this question, Elizabeth, maybe you do. How many women are, are like, sick and the doctor says, uh-oh, you were coloring your hair too much and now you're sick? Does that, does that really happen? I mean, I don't, I don't hear yes. about that. Maybe it's just yes. under the radar. Yes, yes, it isn't under the radar. Doctors are saying it and they're telling their patients. Um, they're getting breast cancer. They're saying not to wear wires in their bras. Women won't listen. They want to look, you know, firm, and they won't listen because the pressure to be youthful. And it, it's on men, too, but mostly on women. Yes, doctors are beginning to say it, and women are not always listening. But I'd just like to pass that on, that that's a little more important than, you know, the appearance. It's more about our health. And no, I don't color my hair. I use. Um, I would not have asked you that question, Elizabeth. But no, no, I'd like to offer it because I think you're a very um, <clears throat> open-minded person to some degree. I try. Um, to I don't use coloring. I use um, henna. Henna is a plant. I buy organic henna. The thing with henna, it's an it's difficult to use. You've got to go through two processes there, and it's much easier to open a box and plop that poison on your hair. And that's what they're doing in the salon. They're making, how do you think they're making these gorgeous colors that are walking around on women's heads? They're these advanced chemicals. But henna and organic henna is actually a nourishment for the body. I get charged after I use it. Mm. I get an energy lift because it's natural. So if I'm feeling that, what a win well, over time. Cancer what can I is say? a long-term thing. It's long-term. It doesn't happen overnight. I'm learning all kinds of new things about women, um, women's beauty products. I learned today, Elizabeth, that a hair coloring at the salon starts at $125. I did not know that. I, I don't know if I even dare ask how much the nails cost. 
This is Father Rocky, and I want to thank you for listening to Relevant Radio. Welcome to our Give from the Heart Pledge Drive. A reminder that Relevant Radio is listener-supported, so we're unable to deliver our programming every day without your financial support. If you give this hour, your gift will be matched 100%. Relevant Radio is here for you morning, noon, and night. Now, start your mornings with us in a brand new way with today's special gift at the $20 a month level. Relevant Radio Guadalupe Gold Blend Coffee. Wake up with this medium roast coffee from Guadalupe Roastery and know that you are supporting your faith on air and the welfare of farmers in Nicaragua. Meticulously crafted to bring you the finest start to your day, rest assured your morning routine will always be gold standard in coffee and in radio. Receive this limited edition thank you premium now with a gift of $20 a month at RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, or 877-291-0123. I want to say thank you to everybody who gave from the heart during that last hour. We made our goal. Hip, hip, hooray. We need to do that again. We need another 150 people during this next, oh, looks like about 50 minutes or so left in this hour who will give from the heart at RelevantRadio.com. Use the app on your smartphone or tablet or when you call 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Good news. We got some sweet deals going on today and making it a little bit sweeter. It is a partnership challenge hour. That means your gift Ooh. will be matched dollar for dollar and you'll get this this fabulous coffee with this one-of-a-kind um, image of Our Lady of Guadalupe. It's it's an original that was created for the studios here, for our chapel at the studios here in, in Lincolnshire, Chicago, or Lincoln, same thing, right? Lincolnshire, <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> Wherever. I thought I was the only one that stumbled on my words now and then. <laughs> no, I do too, especially if it's something like roastery, rotisserie. Yeah. They're too close. It's a new word. But it is from the Guadalupe Roastery. I mean, how great is it to have coffee that gives honor to Our Lady? And, and it was amazing to hear from from the the founder of the coffee earlier on how this was Brad. actually a, a Brad started on a mission trip. Beautiful story. Started on a mission trip, and he is he is doing this. You know, it's a labor of love. He's helping farmers in need. So you're really it's a double it's a what a double a double zinger here when you give twenty dollars a month or a one time gift of two hundred forty dollars. Indeed. So a lot of people to thank. It's uh, it, We're moving toward our goal, slowly but surely, what we're moving toward our $3 million need by the end of this week. That's what we need to keep things running here. So some thank yous to you, Leticia, in Indio, California. Thank you for your $365 gift. Uh, thank you to Argentina, not in Argentina, but in Daly City, California. Thank you for your $40 gift. Uh, Maria in Lakewood, California, thank you for your $240 online gift. You too have received that uh, email of Father Matthew Spencer's brand new talk on Lent. You're going to love it. Uh, Lisa in Lynchburg, Virginia, thank you for your $240 online gift. And Dennis in Jacksonville, Florida, thank you for your $1,200 gift recurring, by the way, and nice. you're a brand new donor. So welcome to the family, Dennis. Thank you. Sherry in Helena, Montana did the same thing, made a special Helena. gift of 1200 Helena, Montana. Thank there you. you. I needed that. Thank you so much for your gift to John in Ramsey, Minnesota. $1,000. An anonymous donor in Minnetonka, Minnesota made a gift of $1,000. Wes in San Diego, $600. You can give from the heart now at relevantradio.com. Use the app on your smartphone or tablet. Check out the coffee. It's available today and today only. You can see images of it at relevantradio.com or when you use the app. You can always call 877 291 0123. 
keeping it relevant. It's the Patrick Madrid Show on Relevant Radio. Join the conversation at 888-914-9149. That's 888-914-9149. Good vibes here on the Patrick Madrid Show. As per usual, and the number is the same too. If you want to be on the air, call me at this number, 888-914-9149-888-914-9149. Never in my wildest dreams did I imagine that a question about women's hair coloring would take off the way it has. That's pretty amazing. Um, also, I mentioned, I was talking to a listener earlier today about, actually, I, I was reading an, uh, a question that was on Reddit. Can a priest reveal your confession if somebody is wrongly accused of the, of the crime you committed? Let's say it's murder. And the priest knows that an innocent person has been jailed, for example. Can the priest step in and say, well, I know who did it? And the answer, of course, is no. And I referenced a classic movie by Alfred Hitchcock called I Confess. It's the movie version of that very question. So I got a note here from Gene. Thank you, Gene, listening in Plano. He says, uh, FYI, your listeners might be interested in knowing that that movie, I Confess, with Montgomery Clift, is being shown on the TCM channel at 11 p.m. Central tonight. I did not know that, as Jerry Carson might have said. Johnny Carson. Um, so, okay, great. TCM channel, 11 p.m. You can also get it on platforms of your choice. Uh, this is a similar email. This is from Nancy, listening on the Relevant Radio app. She says, Patrick, I was just wondering what the priest can or can't do if he knows that the person who's guilty of a crime and is scheduled to be put to death didn't do it, and that a penitent whose confession the priest heard is actually the guilty one. I know the priest can't reveal this person's name, but can he at least go to the authorities and tell them they have the wrong person? And if not, wouldn't the priest be complicit in the execution of an innocent person? Thanks for everything you do. You're the best. Oh, thanks, Nancy. Appreciate that. You're the best. No, you're the best. No, you're the best. I appreciate it. Well, here's what I can tell you. In the scenario that you gave, the priest cannot say, so-and-so went to confession and here's what he told me. He can't say that. He can't acknowledge that the person went to confession, et cetera, et cetera. I would like to have a canon lawyer spot check me on this one, but I think the answer to your question is, could he go to the authorities and say, you have the wrong person? I think the answer could be yes, so long as he doesn't in any way reference somebody who came to me for confession, um, much less could he say who the person was or what the person said. He can't say any of those things. But could he go into the police station and say, I can't tell you anything except that you have, you're going to execute an innocent person? I think he could say that. And that would not violate the seal of the confessional. And they may say, well, how do you know this? I can't tell you. But I know that that person is innocent. You see that he didn't say anything about the confession. He didn't reveal anything from the confession or anything like that. So that that would be my take on it. What a horrible situation to be in. Um, to the phones, let's go now to Elvita in Austin, Texas. Good morning, Elvita. Good morning, Pat. I just want to... Um 
talk about an anecdote in a classroom, third grade class. Okay. I'm a sub teacher. The the headroom teacher had an um, an assignment about cultures. They were to make a booklet about their different cultures, about home, religion, food. Mm-hmm. And uh, a little girl came up to me and she said, I don't have a religion. I said, well, let's see if I can help you. This is a bub- public school. Mm-hmm. And I said, do you pray at home? No. Do you go to church? No. Do you have little statues that maybe at home you pray to or or you light candles? No. So I had my miraculous medal on, and I said, do you know who she is? Yes, that's Mary, the mother of Jesus. And my point here is that children need to be told exactly more about their religion, about why they do certain things, um, about what the family does to really um, stress their religion and to understand it, because then we grow up and we have all that emptiness that we didn't receive at a wonderful age. And that's that's my narrative. <laughs> hmm. Well, it's kind of you to um, to say that. I hope that the little girl can can go further. Obviously, we don't pray to statues, and we don't want to teach the children to pray to statues. I'm sure that's not the way you intended it. Some people do pray to statues. That's that's not right. But I'm really glad that you had that presence of mind to show her that image of Our Lady, and uh, hopefully, the little girl will. Ask her parents, and maybe her parents will say, hmm, well, maybe we should go to church. I mean, it could all start with something like that, Elvira. Very nice of you to do that for her, and I'm glad you called in today. Thank you for that. 888-914-9149. This is a note from Anonymous who says, Patrick, I pray for you daily. And uh, she references that she was with Nancy and me in our recent pilgrimage to Greece. We were there leading a pilgrimage in, when was that? That was October, I guess. Uh, She says, a few years ago, I felt called to deal with my sin of vanity. I used to spend a ton of time, money, and effort in straightening and coloring my hair, not to mention the hardship of hearing loud music and silly chatter when at my hair appointments. My hair is gray and curly and very big, and I hope that I still honor my husband by being more frugal and natural about my looks, and I'm not being, and I'm not being, I'm not sure what she means here. I'm not being sinning of charity for others. I'm not quite sure what that means. I can't tell you how many compliments about my hair that I get on the street. What I thought was ugly is a gift from God and that it was not honoring, that I was not honoring. And she says, um, she still bring, seeks to bring others to the faith, sometimes with not great results, but with a lot of faith and hope. And uh, I think that's great, Anonymous. Thank you. I know your name because you gave it to me, but you asked me to keep you anonymous. That's a, a beautiful way to look at it. So if you're going as you have been natural and you're not coloring your hair and your hair is gray, there is beauty in that itself. And so what, what an interesting and I think helpful insight maybe for some of the other women, and maybe men too, for that matter, to realize that this is a stage in life. And as we get older, our hair doesn't look the way it did before. And, and that's okay. I've always thought, and I appreciate your email, I've always thought in terms of the four seasons, and I'm, I'm, this is not unique to me. I mean, many people have thought about this, that in spring is like when you're a kid. And summer 
is like when you're in the prime of your life. You're a young adult, you know, whatever that means to you, 20s, 30s, uh, 40s even, maybe, who knows. And then fall, the leaves start changing color, and so does your hair. <laughs> it just does. And so in the fall colors, you know, when the, when the gray hairs come out, there's something beautiful about that. And then in the wintertime, things go dormant. So old age is, a, is one of the seasons of life. And so my thought has always been, whatever my hair color is, that's, that's okay because that's the state of life that I'm in. And um, that's my take on it. Now, this is a note that came in just a moment ago from Matt, who's listening in Milwaukee. And he says, this is a hairdresser hot tip. Has no one called or emailed about placenta-based hair dye? Well, in fact, not, not until you did. <laughs> Nobody has mentioned placenta. I was thinking we'd get away with this whole program without mentioning placentas, but you broke that streak. And then lastly, this is a note that comes in from Dolores, and she says, Patrick, I love your show. Thank you. My issue with hair coloring, manicures, makeup, etc., is that at the bottom, they're appealing to a societal standard set up by an industry that profits off of their insecurities. Why not invest in healthy life choices instead of focusing on aging and comprehensively and gracefully deal, uh, comprehensively and gracefully instead of chasing youth? Well, I see your point, and I don't disagree with you. But at the same time, I can see where, especially for women, if they, as the lady who wrote in earlier today, she wants to please her husband, and that's the number one. That's numero uno. I mean, pleasing God is numero uno, of course. But in this life, day to day, pleasing your husband is numero uno. I mean, in all things that are not sinful, obviously. So if a woman's husband says, I really like it when your hair has highlights, or I really like it when your hair is this color, or I really like it when, you're, you, know, when you do that with your hair, you curl it or whatever, yeah, there's something of value there. And, and I don't know that I would say that people are, Always, I think some people certainly do chase youth. They chase, they, they want to look young. And you get to a point, you get to a certain age, it's just not appropriate. And it looks, it doesn't make you look young, it makes you look weird. This is for men and women too. So, all with a sense of proportion, or as St. Thomas Aquinas said, the golden mean. Now, I think we have to take a quick time out here. Cyrus, do we have a what do we have right now? We have, oh, we have a little more time than I thought we did. Let's see. Let's um, let's go to Richard in Plainfield, Illinois. Richard, we have just a brief moment, but welcome. Hi there. Just wanted to ask, so if the priest himself doesn't say anything, doesn't do anything, and he knows that possibly, does that actually fall back on him somehow? Well... It would not. You talk about the the priest who heard the confession of the the man who committed the murder, right? Yeah, it, it's a real dilemma. That's for sure. So he he knows who actually did it, but he's constrained from saying who actually did it. Um, right, exactly because of his vow. Be, yeah, it, yeah. It's a promise that is made that he, and it's also. And it's something that's imposed on him by the church's law that you are not permitted to, to say that. No, he would not have committed a sin. Um, if I were in that situation, God forbid, I would try to find a creative way to point to the innocence of the person who was 
who was arrested wrongly. Um, I wish I had more time, Richard. I'll have to leave it at that for the moment, though. This is the last hour of the Patrick Madrid Show on the first day of our pledge drive, and I think we're going to have a record hour. We're working towards it anyway. A record number of people want to receive this limited time today only. You're going to get a bag of coffee that's got a beautiful image of Our Lady of Guadalupe. And it is from an actual Catholic organization that produces coffee that helps to helps to keep it it helps to support the farmers. It's called Guadalupe Roastery. Beautiful bag. It's got an image of Our Lady on the front. You'll also get a relevant radio mug. If you make your gift online or using the app on the smartphone or tablet, you'll also receive that free download, which is a great talk from Father Matthew Spencer. And if you make your gift in the next 33 minutes, it will be doubled. So it's a perfect time to give to Relevant Radio. Those matching gift hours are really important for us because your dollar is doubled, as Mary just said. So uh, don't forget, if you're ready to make your pledge now, and we need you right now because today, as Mary says, the first day of pledge drive, we want to get off to a fast start. Perhaps you're in a position to, to pledge $5,000. That would automatically become ten. Mm-hmm. Well, not ten, ten thousand dollars $10,000. If you wanted to pledge $10,000, automatically becomes $20,000. That's so easy, but we could really use some of those larger gifts right now. Uh, thank you to you, Giselle, in Medfield, Maryland. Um, no, Massachusetts, excuse me. Thank you for your $240 gift. Nancy in Corum, Montana, thank you for your $240 gift. See, Mary, everyone's getting those coffee mm-hmm. mugs yeah. and coffee. That's cool. Christopher in Mesa, Arizona, thank you for your $200 online gift. Brand new donor, so welcome to the family. And also Marco Antonio in Fontana, California, right off the 10 freeway. Thank you for your second gift of $240. We really appreciate it. Thank you to Mark in Captain Hills, Illinois, giving in a big way, $2,500. That was doubled to $5,000. Your gift is also matched here 100% at RelevantRadio.com. Using the app on your smartphone or tablet or when you call 877-291-0123. That's 877 877- Two nine one zero one two three, Kim in Helena, Montana. Thank you. Already giving a second gift during this pledge drive, two hundred forty dollars. That's a bag of coffee and a coffee mug coming your way. You've heard that phrase, Mary. All that in a bag of chips. Well, today it's all that in a bag of coffee, a bag of coffee, and a mug. <laughs> and if you donate online, you also get that digital download from Father Matthew Spencer. You're going to love it. Make your pledge at RelevantRadio.com or use the Relevant Radio app on your phone. And you're going to get that in your email box almost instantaneously. It's a talk on Lent. And Lent's right around the corner. So be sure to get that when you make your pledge safe and secure at RelevantRadio.com. This is the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. Give from the heart. All right. Welcome back. Please keep in mind, this is a regular program. We are in pledge drive mode, but you can still call and be on the air. And I'd love to talk to you. The number is 888-914-9149. Back to the phones. Let's go now to Charles in Naperville. Good morning, Charles. Good morning, Patrick. It's a pleasure to be on your program. Regarding the priest who heard a confession of a murder that another person was found guilty of committing, the priest could report to the police that he heard a confession of the murder, 
from someone else, but that could that confession may have been made falsely to get the convicted murderer released, so the police would still not be able to stop the execution without proof that the confessor was really guilty. Understandable, that's true, and I don't know how legal you know, how the legal process would react to something like that. But the priest could not tell anybody that he had heard the confession. He couldn't say whose confession he heard. He couldn't say what was said in the confessional. So those those are things that the priest would be forbidden from volunteering under the seal of confession. But I wonder if, you know, if, if the judge or whoever, like, was in charge of the process, if a priest came and said, I can't tell you anything other than that the person you have in custody is innocent. How do you know that? I can't tell you. Well, what are you saying? Well, that's all I can tell you is that the person that's you know being held is innocent. And as you say, Charles, it, that, may, that may do nothing. It may not in any way help the innocent person, God forbid. But um, by saying that, the priest at least would not be violating the seal of confession. But the, the priest does not know that the confessor was the murderer. He does no, not you're know right. that. So you're right. The, the only way, the, what I, the point I'm making, and thank you for your patience to hear me mm-hmm. out. Yeah, sure. The only point I'm making is the system as it is now is perfect, when, given that nothing is perfect, because the police must have proof. And if the and the priest has no way of knowing if the confessor did it just to get his friend off, so the if the if the priest is feels so sure, the only way he can get that the innocent person, if he was innocent, released, mm-hmm. is to give proof to the pre- police. Otherwise, the police should not proceed to let the other guy off. I think that the system is fine the way it's set up. Yeah, I, I'm with you, and I don't disagree that, I mean, but, but it is a terrible predicament if in the original scenario that was raised that somebody who confessed to the, to the murder actually did it. I guess that was the presupposition that that person in the confessional was being truthful. And somebody who's innocent gets arrested and maybe even executed what a terrible situation that would be. The wrinkle that you're introducing, as I understand, excuse my voice, <clears throat> the wrinkle that you're introducing here is that there's there's not a guarantee that the person who confessed to the crime in the first place was even telling the truth. You know, maybe trying to take the fall for somebody who really did commit the crime but won't be arrested or something along those lines. Is that what you're driving at, Charles? Yes, and if it ever did happen that the police acted on such a report from the from the priest, that would start happening over and over again. Yeah, yeah. We, um, I'm grateful for the sacrament of confession, and in particular because we can leave our sins at the foot of the cross and confess anonymously. And and it's just as you say, it's a good system all the way around. Well, I appreciate that, Charles. Thank you for that. Um, let's see. This hair coloring thing is not stopping. So I have Pat who just wrote in listening on the relevant radio app. And she says that her husband asked her to stop coloring her hair. (laughs) 
with his gray hair at 40 and my brunette colored hair at 41, she says, people would assume that I was his daughter. LOL, please just go gray, he begged. <laughs> and I did, she says. Fair enough. I mean, as St. Paul talks about that in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, that a married woman is is busy trying to be uh, attentive to the cares of her husband. Uh, chapter 7, rather. So I can see that. Um, you reminded me of something here, and that is, this is a true story. Really? I don't know if I ever shared this with you. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. I don't know. Nancy and I were flying somewhere, and as we're about to board the plane, the person says, oh, well, we have um, we have a first-class seat that just opened up, and because I'm a frequent flyer, you know, we'd be happy to give it to you. And I said, oh, we'll let my wife sit there. And she said, no, 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 you sit up there. And I said, no, honey, come on, you sit there. And if you ever ask Nancy, she'll tell you what I'm saying is true. I practically begged her, please, honey, you take the seat. I'm happy to sit in, you know, row 35D or whatever. And she said, no, no, you take. So she wouldn't sit in the first class seat. So we had to, one of us had to sit there. So I said, okay, well, if you're sure, yeah, I'm sure. So there I am in first class. So they bring out the meal. And this was, you know, I don't know, Chicago to LA or something like that. So they did serve a lunch or something. So... I felt a little bit guilty that I was enjoying this fine cuisine and my wife was back in 35D and she didn't have a nice meal, that kind of thing. So I asked the, the flight attendant, would you bring this dessert and would you bring this salad back to my wife? She's sitting in 34D. Can you just bring this back to her? And I think it was a male flight attendant. And he says, yeah, sure, no problem. So he takes it. Well, when the, well, I, actually, I didn't tell him that she was my wife. I just said to the lady sitting in this seat, and I just assumed he would know that she was my wife. Well, when we got off the plane, Nancy had a big smile on her face, and she was really anxious to tell me that when the flight attendant came back, he said, your father sent this to you. He's sitting up in first class. And he really thought I was her father. So that says something about me. It also says something about her and how youthful she looked. Looks, looks, looks. Present tense, honey, you know. 888-914-9149. That's a true story, Cyrus. Did I ever tell you that one before? I'm I'm going back through my memory banks and I do not remember that story. That's new now. New for the show. Um, I'm just looking at the clock here. I think we have a miracle moment right now, don't we? We sure do. Okay. Well, let's get to that. This is a listener to Relevant Radio explaining what listening to Relevant Radio has done for that person's life. Radio Miracle Moment. I came out of a homosexual relationship, and I'm now married in the church with three children. Um, and I was just hoping if I could share a little bit of my testimony with you, sure. if that's okay. So you were raised Catholic? Yeah. Okay. I just remember distinctly one night I was on my knees and I said, God, I, I love this woman. I want to marry her. <laughs> and I just heard him tell me that he loves her so much more than I ever could and that he loves me so much more than I ever could and if I just let go he would take care of me and I let go and he took such good care of me and if I could just encourage people to speak the truth 
the truth of the church is what saved me. And I just want people to know that even if they don't feel it right now, that they can trust this wisdom of the church. Touch a heart and change a soul by donating to Relevant Radio today. It's going to be some kind of record. I can see it coming on right now. It's been a great hour so far. And I think what's what's making a difference is this bag of coffee. It's incredible. It's a delicious blend. You're going to love it. And it has an absolutely beautiful image of Our Lady of Guadalupe. It's the mosaic that we have in the chapel there at our studios in Lincolnshire, Illinois. It is gorgeous. It's delicious. You get the relevant radio coffee mug. It's got our logo on the front end and our famous little quote from Father Rocky on the backside. All yours for $20 a month or a special one-time gift of $240 at relevantradio.com using the app on your smartphone or tablet or when you call 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. We want to say thank you to Renee in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. Special gift of $1,000. You know what that means? It's a partnership challenge hour. It was doubled to $2,000. Just like that. And we don't have the double the double match partnership hours all that often. So when we do, we really want to take advantage of them. And you can do that right now when you make your pledge safe and secure at relevantradio.com or if you use the Relevant Radio app. Plus, you're going to receive instantaneously, no matter what amount you pledge at, the brand new talk on Lent by Father Matthew Spencer. You're going to really like this. It's going to help you have an even better Lent. Hey, I want to say a special thank you to Anonymous in San Bernardino. Thank you for your generous gift of $5. For some people, $5 is all that they can pledge. And out of your generosity, uh, you show other people what it's all about. Thank you for that. Geraldine in Celebration, Florida, I've been meaning to thank you for a while. Thank you for your $20 second gift online and a brand new donor at that. Thank you. Gordon in Napa, California, $240. Thank you so much for that. And Jeanette, thank you so much for your, in Centennial, Colorado, for your $240 gift. And to Lynn in McAllen, Texas, thank you for your $250 gift. And Christina in Hawthorne, California, not too far from LAX, thank you for your $365 online gift. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you to Peggy in New Prague, Minnesota. $600, double to $1,200. It is a partnership challenge hour. Every single gift is matched 100%. And to make our goal for this hour, we only need 45 more people. Will you be person number 45 or 44? You can do it by calling our website, stopping by the website, relevantradio.com, using the app on your smartphone or tablet, or by calling 877-291-0123. That's 877 877- Seven two nine one zero one two three. A simple twenty dollars a month or two hundred forty dollars. You get today's gift. It's only available today. A bag of coffee and this fabulous coffee mug. All that in a bag of coffee. <laughs> get connected to the conversation. Call now. 888-914-9149. That's 888-914-9149. Patrick Madrid is on now. Relevant Radio. Listen to that bass, Cyrus. That is Patrick Madrid show bass right there. And this coffee is good stuff. Give me some of that good stuff. All right. Let's see. Oh, uh, lots of people. What's that, Cyrus? Thomas, Thomas, you can't be on the ceiling. Yeah, I think the the caffeine's getting to him. (laughs) He's caffeinated, that guy. Look at him. 
<laughs> Slow His down. eyes are bulging. Slow down, Thomas. <laughs> young Thomas. His veins are popping. Thomas does. Young Thomas doesn't drink a lot of coffee. I can tell he's had extra this morning. Look at that. Um, have a note here from Bree. This is really cool. I like this. This is she's listening in Chicago. Question: Should I veil at mass to please my husband? She said, my husband has expressed to me that he likes it when I veil during Mass. Now, people listening are not sure what that means. It's when the woman wears a, a chapel veil, a scarf, as a sign of, of respect and reverence during Mass. So my husband, she says, has expressed to me that he likes it when I veil during Mass. We both think it's a beautiful tradition. I have only done it a few times because I feel like I am drawing more attention to myself rather than becoming more hidden which is what I understand the practice of veiling represents. Should I veil because my husband wants me to, even if I feel a little bit uncomfortable with it? Thank you for your help. I think you should. I mean, I th okay, let me back up a step. It's no longer required for women as it once was, and this change took place after Vatican II. I think it's a beautiful custom. I wish it, has not, I wish it hadn't gone away. I'd love to see it come back. In fact, at our parish, more and more and more women of all ages um, are beginning to wear the veil during Mass. I think it's beautiful. It's not required, so don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not, you know, judging or condemning any woman who doesn't wear the veil, but I personally really like it. And if your husband is saying he really likes it and, and you are fine with it, even though, you know, you will be in the minority— I would do it and do it for him. And if and if he says, you know, as long as you're not uncomfortable with it, and you could say, well, I do feel a little uncomfortable because it's not the norm anymore. But then again, the more women that readopt this beautiful ancient custom of wearing a, a veil at mass, maybe in due time, it will make a comeback. So, yeah, I mean, if you're looking for my advice, and I guess you are because you emailed me, that would be my advice. And I appreciate your email. Certainly do. This is from Mary. And she's listening on the relevant radio app and app, and she's calling about the or she's writing in about the question about women coloring their hair. She said, folks need to be true to themselves as far as hair coloring is concerned, allowing people to be at peace whether they wish to color their hair or not. I don't disagree, Mary. She says, I personally do not have a desire to color my hair. However, several of my sisters and friends do color your hair or their hair. I think you mean their hair, right? One of my sisters told me that if she wakes up from a coma and her hair is gray and her nails are not manicured, I am in big trouble. <laughs> let's hope that doesn't happen. She says, let's appreciate these choices to color or not to color women freely make. I don't disagree, Mary. Do you think I disagree? Because I don't. I don't disagree. Sure. But if you remember, <clears throat> don't forget that the originating email that started the whole thing off was the lady who said her husband asked her to do so. I don't think he's judging her. He's just sharing with her what he likes. It'd be like if, you know, he says, oh, I really love that red dress that you have, honey, or I really like that, whatever, you know, as husbands and wives do tell each other things like that, that they like. Um, he's not, he's not forcing or judging. He's just suggesting. Right. And there's, there's a place for that. Don't yes. you agree, Cyrus? Okay. 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 Um, Cyrus, you got your shoes and glasses, I can see. I'm sorry. So that you have them. Um, let's see. Back to the phones. Let's go to Thomas in Rhode Island. Hi, Thomas. Hi. Um, so I'm calling because 
I'm actively, well, I think I'm being called to the priesthood. And okay. I want to start off with, I have no clue where to start off. <laughs> okay, I'll give you some advice. Okay, How old are you, first of all? I'm 19. Okay, are you in college? I am. Okay. I would recommend that if you want to kind of get the wheels turning, and this may or may not be the the right place for you, only God will know that, but I would get in touch with the Dominican friars of the Eastern Province. Do you have a pen where you can write this down? Yep. Okay. So they have a big presence on, or just across the street from the, the Catholic University campus in Washington, D.C. It's called the Dominican House of Studies. Dominican, D-O-M-I-N-I-C-A-N, Dominican House of Studies. Go on the web, go on their website and make contact with them and say that you're interested in you know, starting the process to see about maybe coming for a weekend and talking with them and just getting some info about their religious order. There are many other religious orders. They happen to be one that I know very well. And they're thriving, and they're gaining a lot of vocations. They're well-formed uh, intellectually, spiritually, etc. So if you're not far from them, and you could easily make a quick trip at some point and just get the process started. Now, as you start talking with them, they may see in you the signs of maybe a diocesan priest, or they may see in you the signs of a man who eventually will get married. So they can give you some good advice. It won't cost you anything to, to be in touch with them. They're experts in this in this area. They have a good formation program themselves. So that would be my advice. Get in touch with the Dominican fathers and just start asking questions and see where that goes. So I already have um, the calling towards priesthood specifically, um, more ter in terms of where I should start with pursuing that. More in terms of what? Where I should start with pursuing the priesthood, not necessarily discerning whether or not I want to become a priest or a deacon. Or Okay, so if you want to become a priest, you necessarily have to become a deacon first. But what I'm saying is, if you want advice on, do you have this vocation, these men can guide you in that area. They can answer your questions. They can offer you advice. They, they're really good at this. So good, in fact, that they're bursting at the seams with vocations. So you may not have a calling to the priesthood. You might. You may not have a call to religious life, but you might. And so the way to find out more is to just start that process. And they would be in a good position to give you that kind of advice, Thomas. And um, I, I hope you'll do that. Because I think you're going to find that the more you look in, in these places, the more God will manifest his will to you. Thank you. Uh, how about Kim now in Helena, Montana? Good morning, Kim. Morning, Patrick. I hope all is well with you. I Thank you. Your I'm happy to report you... that, yes, it is. <laughs> I heard you talk, reading the email about veiling, mm -hmm. and I have a question about that. Okay. I've noticed quite a few women at the cathedral wearing veils, mm -hmm. and I've been interested in it, but I am not into lace. Okay. Can you wear anything else 
besides oh, sure. the lacy, as I call it, frilly. Sure. You mean like the, the lacy chapel veils or sometimes called mantillas? Yeah. No, you can, I've known women who have a kind of a silk scarf and that's what they wear. So the color okay. doesn't matter. The lace or no lace doesn't matter. If you wanted to adopt this beautiful custom, you're completely free to have any kind of veil like that that you want. Okay. I, I just hadn't noticed anything else besides that, and it's kind of given me pause on that. But I thought, well, it is beautiful, mm-hmm. and I'm the older I'm getting, I'm getting a little more conservative and on on that. But I just didn't mm-hmm. care for the lace, so <laughs> totally understandable. Well, thank you very much. You have that freedom. Well, thank you, Kim, and uh, shout out to all my friends in Helena, Montana. You know who you are. Thank you. We're almost done with this hour on the first day of Pledge Drive. I can't believe it's gone by so quickly, but here we are. That's an understatement. It's going really quick. Yeah. We need your help here, though. We still have some time left, about six minutes left here of the Patrick Madrid Show. And we still have a need during this hour. Looks like we're in need of about... 35 people who will give from the heart at relevantradio.com using the app on your smartphone or tablet or when you call 877-291-0123. It's been a great day. And I think the reason why is folks are really excited about this special blend coffee. It's like an exclusive right here on Relevant Radio along with the cup. And it's a today and today only opportunity. It's yours for a special gift of $20 a month or $240. Yeah, and that's, you know, what what can you get for $20 a month? Um, you can get a lot of truth out 24-7 on Relevant Radio, that's for sure. And as a way to thank you for your $20 per month gift giving level or higher if you wish, we're happy to send you this beautiful coffee mug that has beautiful tasting coffee to go with it. It's got mm-hmm. Our Lady of Guadalupe on the front cover of the packaging. And uh, you'll know that you are, every time you sip this delicious coffee, you're going to know that you've helped Relevant Radio help people. That's what Veronica in Belton, Texas did. She donated $240 online. Thank you for that, Veronica. You're getting your coffee mug and your coffee. Same with you, Carlos in Rancho Cordova, California, $240 online gift. Thank you. You too, Vera in Tali, North Dakota. You're getting your coffee and your coffee mug. Your $240 triggers that, as does yours, uh, Marco Antonio in... Actually, I did thank you already, Marco Antonio in Fontana, but I'll thank you again. And also, Kim, in Jenkintown, PA, your $300 recurring online gift also gets you that delicious coffee and the coffee mug as well. Thank you. And all of those gifts were matched 100%. You know, Matthew, that's right. Stillwater, Minnesota, thank you so much for your $1,200. That was doubled to $2,400 giving online. Yes, you got your special download in the mail instantly. It it popped up. And that was from Father Matthew Spencer, something to help get you through your Lent and make your Lent a special, special, special season this year. And I heard that this talk is one of the cream of the crop. So it's one of the many here at Relevant Radio. It's yours free when you give at Relevant Radio. Or use the app on your smartphone or tablet. $20 a month, $240 one time, and you will get this Guadalupe coffee along with the uh, the special mug coming your way. It's you can do it! Relevantradio.com, using the app, or when you call 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. 
Yeah, we're running out of time. We have three, a little less than three minutes right now on the clock before the show is over today. But we have made some good progress. I'm waiting, though, for maybe someone to roll in right now with a $10,000 gift or a $20,000 gift. Uh, it's been said, and it's true, that if you don't ask, you don't get. So I'm asking. Maybe you're ready to make that ten dollars or $20,000 gift. Go to RelevantRadio.com or use the Relevant Radio app. Or call us at 877-291-0123. Any amount, no amount is too small, no amount is too high. And we sure appreciate your generosity. Call now. It's 877-291-0123. And if you can give in a big way right now with that five dollars or $10,000 gift, we have three minutes left of this Partnership Challenge Hour. It will be matched 100%. Also, you can give online at relevantradio.com or when you use your app on your smartphone or tablet. We are in the final stretch here of this final hour of the Patrick Madrid Show, and we still need 15 people. 15 people who will either, either stop by the website, use the app, or give us a call at 877-291-0123. Just give from the heart. Give from the heart, and by doing so, you're going to be helping many people that you'll never meet on this side of eternity. But think of the party we'll all have in heaven where people say, yeah, you listen to Relevant Radio too. Yeah, yeah, and I found out about it because of your generosity. So don't underestimate the power of your gift when you go to relevantradio.com or use the Relevant Radio app, just like uh, Geraldine did in Celebration Florida. Thank you for your $240 gift. And thank you to you, Jolene, in Sheboygan. That's one of the my favorite city names, Sheboygan. It just sounds fun. Where are you going today? Yeah, I'm going to Sheboygan. Oh, cool, Sheboygan. $365 online. Thank you for your gift, Jolene. And also, Katie in Denier, California, thank you for your $26 gift. We really, really appreciate it. Patrick, we need just five more people. Will you be mm. number five, four, mm. three, two, or one now at 877-291-0123? That's 877-291-0123 or relevantradio.com.